recorded live in Manhattan's East Village at St. Mark's Church in the Bowery. This is The Poetry Project. Park MacArthur asks, what is a caption, a title, a text for the wall and elsewhere? She helps us see these forms as expanding. What is behind a work by way of explanation is another work. Materialities always right there and also far away. Here's a tour through some of Park's wide-ranging sculpture, installation, and text-based work of late. In the statement for Park's recent installation at Lars Friedrich in Berlin, she gets at how epistemology can tumble into the personal from its inherited roots. Of the hanging pajama pants and laminated rubber loading dock bumpers in her installation, Park writes, I call the pajama armature sculptures commodes after comodus, Latin for proper, fit, appropriate, convenient, satisfactory. A commode is a chair with a built-in chamber pot. A commode is also a chest with drawers. Accommodation is a commodity too. Indoor plumbing is to shopping, is to freight trucks, backing up onto loading docks, is to everywhere. What passes over and through bodies of maximum convenience is also what is absorbed. What do our bodies as collected histories of so many specific movements absorb? And what is the story of that absorption? Carried and held, a text hung on the wall in the 2013 show, Maintenance Required at the Kitchen, presents a 40-inch long, eight-inch-wide print listing mostly names, but also traces to names not, not known exactly, the names of people who are connected to the unknown name, so that even what is not remembered in the usual formation of language is remembered in Park's piece. This list of people who have helped Park in and out of spaces takes on the rhythm of an elastic, open list. Park writes eloquently about the, quote, haptic fields and feedback loops of private and public life. In her essay, Sort of Like a Hug, notes on collectivity, conviviality, and care in issue seven of The Happy Hypocrite, where the experience of being in a care collective is constructed via mixture of journaling, letters, and theory on the broken social structures affecting our culture. Just recently on view in Portland and also online, which is how I experienced this show, um, at the Yale Union Gallery is a nearly five-hour sound installation that sews together audio of found language ranging from instructions to fuse a human spine to healthcare robot promotional videos to news reports about, quote, things like Rikers Island struggles with a surge in violence and mental illness, unquote. The centerpiece of Park's recent show, solo show at Essex Street Gallery in New York was a collection of ramps that organizations and art spaces built and or used for her access into their space. The ramps are at times jagged or crumbling bridges, all borrowed from her for this exhibit. The only thing on the wall in the show is an enlarged Wikipedia link that Park created for Marta Russell who wrote the book Beyond Ramps, Disability at the End of the Social Contract. What is the surround sound story in an object? Jennifer Burris interviewed Park for Bomb Magazine to detail the experiences beside, um, behind and unfolding from this show. 
So since this tour of her recent work, I hope you can see that Park's interdisciplinary practice takes language at its helm. I eagerly await her forthcoming book, um, co-written with Jennifer Burris, on Beverly Buchanan called Sculpture as an Archive from Ethany Press. You can look out for that. And also, um, Park wanted me to mention that this very Sunday, the contract opens at Essex Street Gallery where Park has worked in this group show. Please help me in welcoming Park MacArthur. talk about the thing about distance, please. About how being far away and perceiving is full of complexity. About how when your house burned down last week, the heat was a force, but the flames were different sizes depending on where you were. The flames were the size of real flames at street level, but to me, your house's fire might as well have been a burning cigarette seen through a cold haze 42 stories below. The flames completing your possession's death were invisible to me on the other coast, which is a vicious thing to say. You and I live in large cities, which allows us to experience the effects of a grid of windows seen from across the street. The human activity on the windows' other sides is brought together and compressed. It seems as if what is observable is in fact related, real pictures moving in real time. A young girl with long hair looks down at the umbrellas moving about on the street. Horizontally to the right of her by seven squares are two women eating lunch together. Their dishes are separate, but you could call this sharing a meal. They gesture with their hands while speaking. Back at the window with the young girl, a man comes over to see what she is looking at. She points. The man wears a white lab-like coat. It seems more like an uncle-niece relationship, but how and what can one know from across the street? In the room from which they look out, an exercise bike rests, its large handles upended like ibex horns. This man must think of himself as a healthcare professional, or with all those cabinets, he must be an apothecary. A woman in another room sets up her desk. She's recently moved in and settles into working mode, which from here looks a lot like clicking on websites. In a room diagonally to the bottom of where the girl and man look out, another man dusts the room's corner. This, this action makes his face move forth and past the window's square edge as if he is repeatedly leaning in to kiss someone leaning back away from view. Next door, builders stand on ladders so their heads disappear into open spaces provided by absent styrofoam ceiling tiles. Two of the workers lean their backs against the window that makes them visible, watching their headless peer. They are making progress on the wishes of whomever they share a contract with. The beauty of their movements contained in a strangely white and unfinished room is a specious beauty. As I look through the filters of the windows and the gray air that fills the street between us, the workers lift their thermoses and drink efficiently and intentionally. There is work to be done in other of the building's room. What blank stares. These galleries of empty spaces really paling in comparison to the elaborate flower and braided plant arrangements that decorate other windowsills. 
Don't these grid of windows make it seem as if the girl with the long hair tells jokes with the man when he is not dusting and says hello to the women when they are not eating or being asked out on a date by one of the builders? That they are in fact signaling to each other from square to square. But this is a fiction to make sense of distance, to pretend that we are friends with one another. And if not friends, then at least not totally ignorant of each other days in and days out. The thing about distance then is the heart growing fonder. The thing about distance is romance. The thing about distance is the fact that lights of the electricity plant look like stars drop down from the nighttime sky when seen from the highway. The thing about distance is that I can't remember the name of my friend's dead cat, but I can conjure his bright orange face because of, because of seeing a photo of him on her computer. This is the fact that his image has not faded equivocally with the forgetting of his kitty name. Distance is the difference between a photograph and a memory. The thing about distance is perspective and also safety. The thing about distance is emotional remove. The thing about distance is feeling comfortable with your side of the story. The thing about distance is trade. The thing about distance is approximation and miming a message. The thing about distance is exploration and invasion. The thing about distance is voyeurism and unavoidable projection. The thing about distance is two people drawing close to one another in an office, their behavior changing into something different as they move from the common room to the office proper, from playing a hand-clapping game to tugging a sleeve to hugging to a kiss, each time parting and leaning their bodies back towards one another, unable to part at the end of a working day. Person circle moves out to the office to the hallway, and person square straightens up to watch person circle go. Just then, distance was a drawn-out slow dance made up of unsure moves. The thing about distance is that flirting was never so stunning as it was then. The thing about distance is objects, objects changing shape, images blurring. The thing about distance is eyes squinted. The thing about distance is ears strained. The thing about distance is arms reached. The thing about distance is a lapse. The thing about distance is the weight. Were the thing about distance humility? I blame distance for the fact that creators, not translators, get all the credit. The thing about distance is pouring images across four corners and knowing about people in relation to rectangles, right? The thing about distance is insisting we shape and narrate our daily lives, viewfinders with which to find our views. The thing about distance is not only the practice of looking, looking out of windows while sitting in wheelchairs. It is also that the first photograph was taken from a rooftop window. The subject was the arm of Paris or the leg of London, I don't recall. Today it's that we can see pixels of digital photos, pixels of digital folders resting inside a computer desktop in an office across an alleyway. Distance has me wonder how are we supposed to contain our activities without 90 degrees plus 90 degrees plus 90 degrees plus 90 degrees because I don't want to feel like I'm watching made-for-TV movies when I look across the street. I'd like to know what my options are. I want to know what I'm auditioning for. Let's have more sandwiches cut on the diagonal.
This poem has three lines in it by the poet Henri Cole, and you'll know which lines they are um, because they have the word woman in them. Security. For Tina Savitsanos on her birthday with help from Henri Cole. The poem I was looking for for you happened not to be here in any of these volumes published too early. The poem I was looking for that I knew existed, self-portrait with red eyes, happened not to be here, but I knew it happened, knew it, ha knew it existed along with self-portrait in gold kimono, self-portrait as four styles of Pompeian, self-portrait as the red princess with lines indicating a woman's grief. I am, after all, a woman, not a man playing a woman. Saturday night near the federal building, two men approached each other, one having been standing for hours and the other leaving a large van. Seconds before facing each other, they lifted their arms out, emotion mirroring cormorants in their wings, jewelry sellers in their trench coats, petticoats curtsying and bedsheets folded down, flying squirrels and flaps of skin, or magicians, witches, superheroes, and capes. Centimeters, half seconds, and all small increments before embracing each other as the air's darkness held them already. As the air embraced them both without stopping, one man turned around to reveal the other man holding a wand. A wand he passed over his companion's body, close enough without touching, close enough to press air, tracing him in air. Both stepped back, one to his post and the other to his van. Problem was I had already seen their bright smiles exchange, their handshake that means so much extending touch, had already heard, my brother, my brother, it's been so long, that when both stepped back in silence, I didn't believe the silence, Knowing something else had happened, just happened not to be here. Happened not to have happened here, but as I sat in air, as I sat in dark, I knew this was your image. I knew it was yours. Dear Camera One, I made it this far without speaking love around you. Well done, poet. I am my own patient and permanent hesitation. For years, I want you. I want you, and this is what I want. I want our own abode made among the myriad ways sex exists, the least of which imagines crotches. I want to hold the material we help our bodies make. Operations in place with nowhere to go, we have no goal. Our personal impact section repeats after us. Held between liquid and solid, this be our solace, that it was not said when we were young, camera one, and in our prime, sleeping away the unreturning time. Oh sweet, oh heavy-lidded, oh my love, when morning strikes her spear upon the land, and we must rise and arm us and reprove the insolent daylight with a steady hand. Be not discountenanced if the knowing know. We rose from rapture but an hour ago.
I want to rise from rapture an hour from now. You, me, Arthur, Paul. I want to let her looking from above alone climb down scaffolding and leave the camera on camera one. I want to lie next to you as a two by four stretches across a brick, as a poem rests inside another poem. I want to strap a camera on something else for once. Strap a camera on something else for once, camera one. Strap it to you and me. Film the foursome, destroy this film, and play the oldest hand for free. Held between liquid and solid, this be our solace. Our desire, our form, our behind, our thought given, our question. How did Arthur Rambo know? How did Arthur Rambo know that when we fuck camera one, as he and Verlaine undress and untuck, we make a universal pervasive of all human relations, regulated by justice instead of injustice? written by being. An education that writes you, camera one, holding me in your vocal cords as you say, that a move pastoral to city means rings and rings of cripples and bubbles, baubles and nipples, a theory of justice that knows its completeness, not neatness, but heat and mistreatment. Holding you in my vocal cords as I say, prior to knowing you, I never considered you. And that when he and Verlaine lie on the floor, and on the chair, and on the flue, as only two poets can do, their memories passing straight from image to verse, from curse to fresh risen curse, I never considered knowing you. Not because you don't exist, I see you everywhere, or because I'm not proud being near you alive in the world, my hands are this pride, but what, but the, that the issue of protection never came up. The paw and the law that fucks us all up turned into a toppingness, a control tower beeping through distance. And that tries we might to make our own bed, we know it was made for us. A control tower beeping through distance. A bed, this foursome, fuck with me the oldest hand for free. Our bodies have no reason to touch one another, camera one, other than the ones devised. Our divisions then are us. We devise so as to remain in touch. A pressure from the inside out to press down and hold tightly devises joy from sad learning. The erotics of education and embarrassment, the two-tone color separation of blush, bleeding knowing into not, our thought, our libido, passing hands over shame, bring, bringing shape to desire. Fill the truth into your palm, handmade thoughts for sale. Passing hands over this sentence saying, one time you let me look at you the way I experienced being looked at. You look, let me look and I looked at you and you persisted in looking away. I didn't know what to think and other people kept talking. There was a part really early on in that when I was reading um, a sonnet by Edna St. Vincent Millay, which was not my work, this be our solace, that it was not said when we were young. And that's from her um, book, Fatal Interview. And before I read the last poem, I want to thank Ariel um, for that amazing introduction.
first and for the invitation and to edit together and for everyone coming. So thank you so much. Um, and the last poem I'm going to read is a poem by Terence Hayes called Wind in a Box. And it's the title poem of this um, book called Wind in a Box from 2006. And it is a poem that I've read to myself so many times that I wanted to share that with you. And maybe you already know it, so. <clears throat> Wind in a Box. This ink, this name, this blood, this blunder, this blood, this loss, this lonesome wind, this canyon, this twin swiftly paddling shadow blooming an inch above the carpet. 